world is changing at a rate that we've never seen before. From business to art to sports, these changes are affecting every aspect of our lives. My name is Nick Kastner, and we're setting out to talk with the people who are altering the way things are done. Along with Alec McChesney, this is The Commonwealth. Last week, we were the first podcast to ever receive media credentials to the X Games. This week, we're releasing everything we made at the event. This first episode is a behind-the-scenes look into how we learned to do something that's never been done before. All of our other episodes this week are much shorter, which make them incredibly easy to share with your podcast friends. Like always, these episodes are raw, authentic, and sometimes imperfect. We hope you enjoy the week as much as we did. Hello, this is Nick Kastner, host of The Commonwealth, reporting from the base of a mountain in Aspen, Colorado, for the 2020 X Games. This is our team's first time interviewing people at a live event. Uh, we're not really for sure how it's going to go. I have prepped questions for about 15 athletes. I have already I've already picked up that one-on-one time is going to be tough to get. And I don't believe there's a way to distinguish the athletes from the rest of the from the rest of the spectators. Everyone's bundled up in coats. However, while researching the athletes, I came across a quote that resonated with me. I was researching Kelly Silderu, an X Games athlete who is the best teenager skier in the world. She told ESPN, if you have an opportunity to do something, enjoy doing that because you never know when that opportunity is gonna stop. So Without knowing how I'm going to pick people that I want to talk to from the crowd, and unsure if I can get a few minutes of their time one-on-one, I am setting out to, to capture as much content for the show as possible. So we'll see how it turns out. The event is starting with a press conference, which I'm about to walk into, and I don't know really how to even ask questions at the press conference, but um, I'm excited to, excited to check this out. Media, I'm right down there. That's okay, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Before I throw it to my good friend Jack Matrani, host of the X Games, I do want to embarrass him a little bit and say congratulations. New father, first time father. New baby girl, little rose. Which one? And now I'll throw it over to the guy you want to talk to. Thanks so much, Sandy. It is pretty exciting. And um, she is coming. She's two and a half months old. But if you guys you know, want to interview her, she's fully capable and excited to talk to you guys. She'll be competing next year at one years old. Um, not the youngest, surprisingly. Um, just kidding. With, uh, with that, these guys have to get out of here at four. I'll just jump right into it. Um, and there is free drinks over there. And I don't see a single one. So you guys are so responsible. Oh, there's one. All right, shout out right there. All right, someone had to hold it down. We're spicing up the press conference. Um, and without further ado, let's get to the athletes. To my right, Scotty James won every contest that he's entered in the 18-19 season and the first two of this season. He's going for a 10 in a row here. So that's pretty insane. No pressure, no big deal. And Scotty, good question here. What drives you and keeps you consistent after you've won all the major competitions and you can win your 10th in a row? Um, well, the, the pressure definitely still gets the better of me. So uh, I, uh, it's been, been amazing so far and uh, been pretty special to be undefeated to date uh, as of last season and starting this year as well. So it's been exciting, but 
what I've really had to kind of do, I guess, obviously it's, it would be amazing to, to get 10, but uh, that's not really why I started snowboarding. It was obviously winning and all those things, and the accolades are amazing, but I think the biggest thing for me is to stick to my fundamentals. Uh, I know you know what it feels like to snowboard a good half-bite jacket. Uh, that's, that's what I like to do, and I go out there and... If I win, I win, and that's fantastic, and um, that's just been my mentality around the whole thing. So plan to do that here at X Games. It's always a pretty special event for me and everyone else up there, and I'm excited to get into it. So. Uh, to Scotty's right, we have Kelly Sildaru, who hails from Estonia, a land with no real mountains, which is crazy. In 2019, earned three medals, including two gold in less than 24 hours. Second woman in... Uh, first year to win three medals in the same event. It's pretty mind-blowing. And she's competing again in all three ski disciplines, and no one has won three gold at one single X game, so we're all rooting for you. Um, quick question here. You haven't been skiing as much this year. How is your approach different since you're focusing more on school? Um, I mean, I really like going to school a bit more, but I think I also be skiing a lot. So, yeah. But uh, last year was my first year in high school, so I recognized that it's really hard to graduate on time with my classmates, and so I decided to go more school and a bit less skiing, and so far I kind of like it. Good luck this week. I really hope you take home three goals. Um, and then to Kelly's right, we got Max Salts Perot. Uh, Max's return to the top of the podium at X Games Norway 2019 in August was by far a very emotional one. Um, he missed last year to undergo treatment for Hodgkin lymphoma cancer and competed the last or completed the last of 12 chemotherapy treatments in late June. Has made the podium in eight of his nine X Games Big Air starts with five golds and three silvers in the discipline. And i got a question for you. How has your recovery slash comeback affected everything? Are you looking at life differently now? Um, the recovery has been, it's been great. I mean, I've been working really hard uh, at the gym, uh, just getting my muscles and cardio back this summer, uh, which was really good for me leading to these games, but also for me just to recover from, uh, from a treatment. It was kind of a win-win situation over there. So that was great, and since then uh, I've been just keeping on going to the gym and I actually feel, uh, feel very strong right now, I feel healthy, um, I feel energetic as well, so not, not really any problem with that, I'm kind of I'm back to my normal life which feels amazing, uh, but on top of that, uh, you know, like missing a whole season, uh, that was not my first time actually not snowboarding for like 15 years, uh, for months, and that was really, really hard for me not to not to be able to, to do my passion. And when you don't do it for, for a little while, you I already knew how much I loved it. Like you get to like another level of how much you really love doing your sports. And now like every day I'm on my board, I just enjoy it as much as I can. And uh, I'm just really positive about it. And, uh, and yeah, I'm just really having having a blast. It's such an inspiring comeback. You know, we're used to like broken bones and like things like this, but a comeback from cancer is pretty unheard of in action sports. So, Matt, props, so much respect, and good luck to you for sure. Thanks. Uh, Gus Kenworthy. You guys know Gus, right? Wait, we need to introduce this guy. 16 time X Games medalist, the only man left to compete. Oh my god, I wish. Six. 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 <laughs> Who put this on the teleprompter? 
We're gonna go with 16, right? Just fudge the truth a little bit here. Should've just like, kept it going, dude. Six time next Games medalist, the only man left who competes in ski superpipe, slope style, and big air at the highest level. Uh, also perhaps most known, he is an LGBT activist receiving a visibility award from the Human Rights Campaign in 2017 and was one of the most recent seasons of American Horror Story. That's awesome. Uh, how do you approach getting ready for X Games or is getting ready to shoot American Horror Story? Um, well, with X Games, I feel like there's uh, a bit of confidence that just comes from experience. Well, this is my 10th year competing at X Games, and um, whether or not I'm the best every year, I still know that I'm going to go out there and put down a good run and be a challenge for a podium. Um, or at least put down a run that I'm really, really proud of and feel good. And I think that that's just kind of a confidence that's been instilled from basically doing this since I was a kid. Acting, I have zero confidence. And showed up on the set and was like, wow, I'm for sure the worst person here. And had no experience. And um, it's very humbling to go from kind of being uh, at the top in one area of your life or career or whatever, and then to kind of like the bottom of the totem pole in another area. Um, but I learned a ton, I got to, to watch all the other actors on set and they were all much more experienced than me and I got to kind of understand what it was like to, to be on set and it was really, really wonderful um, and fun. But I was also off skis for like nine and a half months and um, just got back on snow like a month ago. So I'm feeling really, really good. I was like itching to ski again and um, there's been points in my career where after doing so many competitions you feel kind of burnt out and like the thing that you grew up loving so much as a kid and just having it be a hobby sort of turned into a job and sometimes it takes a little bit of the fun out of it and um, I think being off snow for a while I, I really really missed it and I've been having so much fun this season so um, I don't know, I'm really stoked for this week. And our oldest competitor here on the right here, uh, Tim Reed! Tim Reed, the VP of X Games, we all know him very well. He uh, started as an intern, sweeping ramps in the early days of X Games. Which of the new disciplines we're adding are you most excited about? Good question. I'm actually excited for all of them. You know, the fact we added another... Uh, we thought, you know, a lot of it went into why we wanted to do different things. We've obviously been doing a lot of sports and disciplines, but we kind of tested, you know, snowboard knuckle hug last year, and we kind of brought, like, a, a fun, loose energy to what we were doing throughout the weekend and and how do we actually showcase the top riders in the world many you, know, you guys are all here is there other ways that we can format events or come up with different ways to showcase a wider variety of um, riding and skill and versatility and fun and, and really let in some ways take the rules out of it and just let it be loose and fun I think it's just an opportunity for us to keep innovating that's what it's all about. You know, you see the tricks innovating, so it's nice to innovate, whether it's the features or the formats. So, what do you guys think of the new events, like Rail Jam, Knuckle Hog, Super Pipe Session? Um, I think it's actually going to be really good. I think um, what I feel like snowboarding is to a lot of us, which is an opportunity to express our creativity, show people what we, um, we think is cool, and having a jam format um, is an opportunity not only to put down the best run that you work really hard for and make it really technical and go upside down X amount of times now, uh, but then we also need to show an element where I, 
you can ride switch and you're not just doing this um, over this same thing over and over and over again. So you've got to kind of broaden the horizon and show the judges that you are quite versatile in the halfpipe and as a snowboarder or a skier. And I think that's going to be really special to, to show that. Uh, anybody else before we move on? All right. With X Games expanding to include more international events around the world and offering more content throughout the year, from your view, how do you see X Games affecting your sports and the action sports industry at large? Um, I mean, I think it's really rad. I think that the, the more you have our sports showcased in different countries and different venues, the more people get to see the sport, the more participation you get, kind of like the broader awareness you have of everything it is that we're doing, and it gives us more opportunities to compete on a big stage. For me, aside from the Olympics, like nothing is even in comparison to X Games, so I'm stoked to just have more X Games, and uh, of course there's other events, and they all have merit, but in my eyes, like this is what I dreamed of as a kid, and this is still kind of like the top tier and the best you can do, and so like this is the world stage, and Olympics happens every four years, but X Games happens every year, and now like three times a year. <laughs> Sure, and the Athlete Lounge, I'm surprised you guys didn't mention the Athlete Lounge compared to other events. That place is just like a healing center. It's amazing. Get a haircut, little spin bike, circulation things for your legs. It's pretty awesome. Danny, what was the stat? Like 62%? Uh, yeah, 62% of the athletes competing at this year's next games were not born yet when we started. <laughs> not to make you feel old or anything. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's 3.55. We got five minutes before. Who needs the Gus and Kelly? Gus and Kelly. Do you guys have any questions for Gus and Kelly before we go back to doing what they do? Uh, Gus, congratulations on um, becoming a British. Olympia. Well, I'm, I haven't on the Olympics for Brittany yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to. Can you speak to that soon? Um, yeah. I, I was born in the UK. Um, lived in the UK for the first couple years of my life. My mom's British. Um, was raised in the States. And uh, basically, in the lead up to the 2014 Olympics, I kind of knew that I had the opportunity to ski for GB or the US. And at that time, the only part of the decision was like, easier to go for GB because there's much less people competing, but I ultimately didn't want to have it be considered like a cop-out, and I didn't kind of like want to put that out there, so I just competed for the U.S., and I made the team, and I got a medal, and it was really, really amazing, um, but uh, I didn't get to go for half-pipe. I earned my spot, and the U.S. team took it and gave it to someone else and said it was coach's discretion, so that was a bit of a bummer. Um, but also something that happens when you're competing for a country that just has so much talent. And then in 2018, kind of the same deal, competed for the U.S. again, and just felt so wrecked for the qualifying process. The U.S. does it at the very last minute. I was the only U.S. person trying to go for pipe and slope, so I was competing twice as much as everyone. There's five events in like four weeks, and I was doing two disciplines, and I was just destroyed. Like, my body was completely wrecked. And I made it again for slope, didn't have the performance that I wanted to have there, and was kind of thinking that that was going to be my last Olympics, and that that was maybe going to be the end of me competing. And 
ultimately just decided that I have more in the tank and there are other things that I want to do in my life, but um, they can all kind of wait and skiing can. I mean, speaking to like everyone being so much younger, I remember being announced as the youngest guy at this event and I am for sure one of the oldest guys competing now in, in ski pipe and slope. Um, and I know it definitely has a timestamp on it and I think I have two more years for another uh, Olympics and a couple more X Games and I'm really excited about that and when I was thinking about going back to the games and thinking about how I wanted to do it I kind of felt like it's my last opportunity to go my mom has been there for me like waving the American flag as a British lady uh, for a bunch of years and I wanted to kind of pay her respect and do it uh, in her honor and, and do it with the British flag and also knew that um, I could think I could go for the US again but it would be like a fight to the end, and um, so I think a little bit of it was self-preservation. I think the real American horror story is that you're not going to be representing America in the Olympics, but we'll get over it, right? And we support you no matter what. Before we close out, I wanted to thank each and every single one of you guys and the support, because without the media, nobody knows what amazing things that these guys are doing, so we appreciate the support from the media. Again, free alcohol over there. we got some mac and cheese bites over here to your left, and you can't skip out on the sliders. They're delicious. After this, uh, we're going to give you guys a guided tour of the Tower, X-Fest, and sort of behind the scenes um, around x Games. so that's exciting. All right, I got a beer after the press conference, and now it's about a 10-minute wait before they give us a backstage tour of the whole place. So we'll see how this turns out. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, Yabba Productions. When Nick and Alex started The Commonwealth, they were just two guys writing ideas on a bar napkin. After hours of researching equipment, booking guests, producing sound, and conducting interviews, they were able to grab the attention of people like yourself. If you want to create and grow a podcast, but don't have time to put it together, Yabba Productions is here to help. After creating shows for businesses, newspapers, and personalities, the team at Yabba is looking to partner with creators just like you. Hear what founders, senators, and editors-in-chiefs are raving about at yabbaproductions.com. That's Y-A-B-B-A productions.com. Or click the link in the show notes. Now, back to the conversation. So, what's your role with the SPS? I am the Associate Director of Event Development. Okay. So, I oversee all of hospitality, guest services, and the festival. Okay. Uh, so, all of XFest. And then I also work closely with our sales team and help them build packages for our sponsorship. Our sponsors that come on to try to make them a little more relevant to who the audience is. Okay. Um, so, I work closely with them. I work closely with them on the Wendy's Ski B&B. Like, if you go to the top of the hill. I love them. Yeah, it's amazing with their breakfast that they're going to be offering. So they have like a little Airbnb cabana set up. Okay, it's very cool. Make sure you check that out. Um, it's like a yeah. little cabin. It looks so cool. Yeah. It's so funny. At the top of the mountain. It is the top okay. of slope style. At, okay. Right at the start of slope style, you'll see it. It is the only fast food you will find in Aspen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. Whenever McDonald's left, I know. Yeah, I know. What other events do you do besides the X Games? I work on X Games year-round. Okay. We have Summer okay. X Games in Minneapolis, X Games Aspen. We have X Games China, a summer and winter event in China. Wow. X okay. Games Norway. Um, and we have conversations, ongoing conversations with countries for X Games. Yeah. It's very cool to see the progression in the interest in a lot of countries in the X Games. Huh. Interesting. 
But as soon as we're done here, the planning begins for the next one. Yes. Not just Minneapolis, which is um, in the end of July, mid-July, but also Aspen. Like, I will walk through the venue and start thinking and picturing the different things that we can do. More from the, the guest experience, like the festival area. How can I redesign it? When we yeah. got the Wendy's, like, two yeah. years ago, that was really cool. Because then people were like, you know, starving. Yeah. How much changes from year to year, Jennifer? Oh, the festival, I try to freshen it up every year and do something different. Like, Studio X is a huge change from last year. Okay. We didn't have... We had a Studio X, but it was more of a platform. Um, we did outside kind of conversations and DJs. Um, but moving it into a dome, we did that in Minneapolis this past year, and it was a huge success. And it's great for content as well, to provide content to our content team. So they will record a lot of what's going on and put it out there on social media. Yeah. And it's a platform for the athletes as well to showcase the movies that they nice. have going on. So okay. we'll, we have a lot of film premieres in there. And not even premieres, but just showings. Right. Like Gus was saying, we're going to show his uh, American Horror, Horror Story, Story in yeah. there as well. So That's it's fun. yeah, it's very cool. I definitely try to shake it up. And the competitions, they do the same thing. You guys know with the formats and the changing of some of the formats that they do. We just try to keep it fresh because it's expected of us and we just want to always improve. You always think you're going to hit the ceiling, but to us, there is no ceiling. How much different of a feel does each, each X game have from one to the other? Completely oh my gosh. This, compared to Minneapolis, is night and day. Hmm. Um, here, it's more compact and you really feel like you're a part of it because everything is on the base of the mountain. In Minneapolis, we are at U.S. Bank Stadium, so it's where uh, the Vikings play. Okay. So the competitions are on the inside, and then we have the festival on the outside. So it's all in one location, but you don't, you can't see the competitions happening when you're out walking around the festival. We're here you see the competitions. Like, you're walking through, and you're like, oh, my God, that's happening. I have to run to it really quick. Where it's totally different in Minneapolis. It's still a great vibe, but this one is just, there's a lot more energy. And it's Aspen as well, so there's a lot more energy because of the snow and, you know, what's going to happen next. It's just, you can see it. It's right there. So, yeah, it's very different. We have concerts as well, right? Yes, we do. We have concerts in Minneapolis as well. Are there concerts at every, every festival? Yes. Yes, it's a big part of X Games and the culture. So, yeah, music is a huge part. Okay. And we'll continue to grow it. I mean, it's it's just it's great to be able to see what the guests want and then to grow our festival to meet their expectations as well. And the same thing with the athletes. I mean, they have conversations with these athletes about the competition courses, and they review the competition courses to see, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, they get their involvement um, and their opinions. and. We try to do that as well with music, and uh, we have this really great student program. We have 100 students that come out and work X Games. It's an internship. And um, we get their opinions on what kind of music do you listen to. Because, I mean, I'm growing older, and our crew is growing older, so we want to kind of have our our finger on the pulse of what's happening. And that's the way that we can do it. (laughs) It's it's just cool. Like, I, I, the music that when they announced it, and it, it was the same with last year, I didn't. No, I, I, I'm like, okay, well, I, I think I know them. But then once I played their music, yeah, I'm like, oh my God, of course, of course. I love these guys. Yeah. And it happens like every year. So I think they're they're a little bit more progressive than I am. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with but, Ray, uh, Ray, 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 Ray yeah. Schremer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, their music has hit, hit the top of the charts. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? why Ray Schremer, the name? No, it's why? spelled backward for ear drummers. Ear drummers. Huh, okay. Yeah. 
Ray from our eardrum or Ray? Yeah, anyway. Okay, so let's go down and I'll take you guys through X-Fest. We round about through the production and then Yeah, it is true. Did they check this every day to make sure it's not gonna fall out? We do um we look at our safety risk management team. Yeah, it's definitely something that we content, um, sports and competition discussions, like all of this happens back here. Uh, our TV huddles happen here, and then we also have the production trailers that are outside as well for TV. So one last stop. We're going to take you guys to the athlete lounge for a quick peek-in, but these no videos, no photos, because we've got to respect their privacy, give them a place that they can um, get away from all of the craziness and hang out with their family. Uh, so... Welcome the athletes, registration. Uh, we register them all in one area to try to keep the flow uh, smooth. Athlete registration. Athletes come here, they pick up their credentials, they sign up their waivers, they got it all in their schedule. Um, and then we have the athlete lounge just for, again, no photos, but a quick peek. So this is where the athletes get away from it all. They can relax. We obviously, like they like Jack mentioned, we have haircuts, so they can come in and get a haircut. Um, we have exercise bikes. It's really health focused as well. We have a lot of different, um, like suja, suja water. Uh, we have um, trying to think of all the different products we have in here. There's a lot. It's mostly focused on them and their well-being. So we don't feed them with a bunch of junk food. We both feed them with a bunch of sugar. Like this is where they can get a lot of nutritional information as well. So it's it's a great spot for them to just come out and get, like I said, get away from it all. Well, but they're sitting right next to the people they're competing against, right? Like, what kind of culture does that create by having this lounge? That's what X Games is so different, I think, from all the other sports that are out there. The camaraderie that's built among each other is really strong. They, they're out there supporting each other. They're not out there. It's not a, a, um, a cutthroat kind of competition they are each other's like biggest proponents and supporters so it's very different and you see that in here as you can kind of see them all just hanging out with each other it's very different so to me there, there's nothing else like this so do you think now, that camaraderie is due to the sport or due to like the way x games i think it's the lifestyle and the culture of and the sports but i think it's a lot of what x games has done to these events and for these events and for um action sports in general i think that and you look at skateboarding. Like, you will never see a skateboarder sitting there not cheering on a fellow skateboarder. Oh, yeah. And it's the same thing with these guys. In winter and summer, it's the same thing. They they really do, like, cheer each other on. Even though they're competing for a gold medal and they're competing for a lot of money, they are, they support each other. It's amazing. It, it really is different. I can feel it. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, so I'm going to bring you guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Leave that area, you know that you're going to get the type of fire. 
like stressed out. And we do give them, like, they have a private access to go straight through the inn. Right. They don't have right. to kind of pass right. through this. They go straight through the inn and straight up the mountain. Right. And then we have, like, a tuning tent as well on the side so that they mm-hmm. can, you know, get their gear checked mm-hmm. and then head right up so they don't have to kind of interact with this. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. It's a great, it's, they've done such a great job, our yeah. sports and competition team. They think about the athletes and everything that they put into the event. So, all right, that's Thanks, it. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you, guys. It was nice to meet you. Um, gonna bring them yeah, back through. Yeah, I mean, we can bring you guys back through the inn if you want, or yeah, because that way you don't have to walk all the way around. Hey, that. Yeah. Um, First, do you mind if I use that audio recording for? I, I make a podcast if I make like an episode about it. No, not at all. Okay, sweet. And then, will you say uh, say your name, uh, name and title for ESPN just so I have it? Yes, Valerie Ryan. Associate Director for ESPN X Games. All right, perfect. Thanks, Val. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm walking to the top of the super pipe. Really tired. And the altitude is killing me. But I think it will be a cool picture and maybe a cool sound clip of some athletes. But... Stay tuned. Uh, those guys are so Would you mind taking a picture of me? Okay. Thank you. I'm also a podcast host, so I'm going to record the dumb question and then I'll get the answer. <laughs> yeah. So I read in the email beforehand that if I for one-on-one interviews, it's best to do it during what, like while they're practicing. And sure. Not mm-hmm. When is when is practice? I guess. Is so it did you grab one of those media guides when I, you checked is, in? Yes. Yes. Um, if you do like the second to last page, all the practices and. Um, Competitions are like laid out together okay. in a schedule, okay. so then you know like when is when it's all happening basically. Okay, sweet. And is there because I I noticed like, like that the like athletes are just kind of dressed in just like winter gear or whatever. Yeah. How do you distinguish from like athlete to athlete? Just like knowing it. Um. So during practice, they'll like I was saying, there'll be people like me that are like my staff that are in all the corrals, and okay, you sweet. can ask them, and then they can work to like ID some of them because they'll be able to know like whose sponsor is whose and stuff like that, and then. Like during competition, there'll be like a star list that has like what gear they're wearing and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, okay, but yeah, I mean, I know it's tough because they all look very yeah. similar. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, usually there'll be people kind of in the base of the course that'll be able to help you a okay. little bit. Amazing, and just just so I have for the episode, what is your name and title? For uh, my name is Olivia Wilson, and I'm a senior publicist. <laughs> okay, so we're for ESPN. Yes, for okay, ESPN. So, well, Olivia, thanks for the help. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you too. But he's not on the elimination, so okay. he might not be warming up, but maybe he is. Sorry for all the waiting around. No, and <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, you ski or board? I do. The X Games are about over. I'm waiting for one more snowboarder to get done with practice before I interview him. But besides that, my... Uh, my big takeaway is, well, A, I figured it out, and I'm really excited for the content we're releasing throughout this next week. We, Because it was on the side of the mountain, the, uh, the interviews are much shorter, and but we're going to release a lot more of them over the coming days. ESPN was fantastic to work with, and honestly, it's just badass that I get to say I work with ESPN. I also have fallen in love with press passes so expect content like this moving forward i made some connections uh connections while i was here with with different sporting and uh, sporting and music events that 
I am hoping to, to attend in the future. Thank you for listening to this episode on like how, how I learn how to report at the X Games and come back every single day this week for new content. And that is it for today's episode. Thanks for being a member of the Commonwealth. If you enjoyed this conversation, please tell your friends about us and leave a review. When we release new episodes, we text the link to a few members of the Commonwealth. To get added to the list, text the word COMMON to 31996. Again, that's C-O-M-M-O-N to 31996, or use the link in our show notes. Thanks for supporting the show.